Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy Podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapists. So things are getting very busy with the Marketing Blueprint Program. If you guys have been listening to our last couple episodes, you know what I'm talking about. But this is the marketing program where we're going to spend four weeks online uh, uh, giving you a series of pre-recorded videos for you to go through and then also doing four Q&A discussion group type of calls as well to go through the content that we're going to go over. And within that program, basically, we're going to give you the blueprint, hence the name, we're going to give you the blueprint to create different marketing strategies for your business so you can build a scalable and successful business without having to over-rely on just one primary source of referral. Whatever the source of referral might be, we never want to rely on just one thing. We want to be able to, to, to have a variety of uh, uh, strategies going for us at the same time. Um, it, we do start next week on the 23rd of August, but it's kind of like an ongoing kind of program. So if you're listening to this afterwards and you want to get it going to, you're going to have access to the content right away. So you're able to go through it at your own pace as well, and you don't lose access to it afterwards. So you're going to have access to the program afterwards to go through it at any point you want as well. Okay. And this program was really meant to uh, uh, help the canine rehab therapist clinic owners who just feel stuck who just feel stuck because maybe you're starting out your business and you have no idea what to do about marketing or you're contemplating on going with uh, going on your own and starting your own business and you don't know where to start with it, how to go about attracting new clients into your business. Or for those who do have already a well-established business, in particular those who have already even staff doing this for them, have staff helping with different marketing strategies. This is a terrific program to even have that staff go through. So that way they can learn different strategies that they can take away lessons to try to implement similar uh, things to your business as well. So it's going to have something for everyone. Okay. And we also have something very, very exciting uh, uh, um, happening over the next week before we start the marketing blueprint where I'm doing a, a marketing masterclass titled How to Build and Automate Marketing Strategies that Will Build You a Successful and Scalable Canine Rehab Business. And the thing that I'm very excited about this masterclass is that even though it's only going to be available for the next week or so, it's not going to be at a one set date and time because I have offered different trainings like this before, let's say on a Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And the challenge sometimes was that people were not available that weekend. People had already plans. People had other things going on and they weren't able to join us for that. And then they would miss on it. But what we're doing this time around is we're offering four different times between this Saturday and then next Tuesday. So Saturday, what would be Saturday the 20 or let's see here. Sorry, put my Saturday the 19th, Saturday, August 19th, Sunday the 20th, Monday the 21st, Tuesday the 22nd. We're going to offer that masterclass in different times all those different days. So you can pick a day time that works for you or you can go and you register at any point and listen to one of the replays as well. 
So that's the very exciting thing. We're trying this new format, this new platform, and and you're gonna be it's gonna be much more accessible to all of you to be able to take this class over the next week. I also kept it very short. It is just 35 minutes long, so that way it's it's packed with helpful content. So that way you you be able to quickly get something away from it. So basically the way I would describe it, it's basically like this podcast, but on steroids. So if you have been finding this podcast helpful, this masterclass is going to be exactly what you're looking for because you're going to dive much, much deeper and through PowerPoint slides and so forth, I'm going to be able to teach you in a much more in-depth on how to make this marketing thing work for you in just 35 minutes. So if nothing else, take the time over the next week, block off 35 minutes on your schedule, look at the available options by following the link that we're going to put on the show notes, okay? And then go through this training over the next week. I promise you it's going to be incredibly, incredibly helpful for you to start understanding how to put these different marketing strategies together. And then afterwards, I'll love to hear your guys' feedback, okay? Because like I mentioned, this is a new platform that we're testing it out to host webinars. And our goal is to potentially do this on a monthly basis, do similar masterclasses in different topics uh, 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 that you can watch it and, and learn and, and, and take away things from it that you can apply on your business. So if you go and you watch this marketing masterclass and you find it helpful, then please let me know. Let me know. So then, and so that way I know like what's your feedback and then I know if this is a, a project that we want to pursue any further, okay? And if you have any specific topics as well that you'd like me to cover in future trainings, also give me a heads up too. And like I said, I can make sure that over the next few months we're covering things that you would like us to be covering, not just marketing, but anything business related. Sounds good? So follow the link on the show notes for our marketing masterclass on how to build and automate marketing strategies that's going to build you a successful and scalable canine rehabilitation business, okay? And then let's get to today's podcast episode. So today's podcast podcast episode, it's we're going to take a, a, a much deeper uh, uh, um, approach into life in general and just take an overview thing uh, a thought of like what the business really entails and what it means to to us still kind of like in a way it's going to tie up with marketing as well but we're going to go much deeper than just that today okay and and we're going to focus on this idea that we need to be rigid with our plans we need to be rigid with our thoughts that we need to be rigid with our lives because the only thing that we need to be rigid in life is this idea that we're actually adaptable. That's the only thing we need to be rigid and constant in our life is having the idea that we are adaptable. Okay, and most people's view of life and the decisions that they make in life and in business are usually very fixed and rigid usually follows a, a, a pattern that maybe they have grown accustomed to, maybe a pattern that they were raised, maybe a pattern that they uh, have seen in our fields and they think that that's what's got to be, okay? But the thing is that we want to build a business that allow us to accomplish whatever it is that we want, right? That should be the goal of our business. And whatever you want can be different. For some people, it can be more time freedom. For some people, it can be more financial freedom. For some people, it can just be more patience, help more dogs. Whatever it is that you decide it is that you want from your business, that you want to pursue, 
What happens next is that we work very hard to accomplish that. But the truth is that we're never going to feel truly free and accomplished and independent from our business because even if we accomplish those uh, things that we deem to be successful, but we are rigid with the way we approach life and the way we approach business, then we're never going to feel free from it because we're going to be afraid of losing what we have built. We're going to be afraid of losing what we have accomplished. And ultimately, the fear of losing what we have accomplished is what prevents us from achieving the true freedom that we thought having our own business would bring to us. Okay, let me give you an example, one or two examples. So hopefully you can kind of like have a have a better understanding of what I mean. So, so one example would be a canine rehab therapist who is afraid of going on vacation for a week, two weeks, or maybe closing during the holiday season or something like that because they fear losing clients that wouldn't be seen during that time. And they worked so hard to get a busy schedule on their business. And more than likely, they have deemed a busy schedule as being successful in business. But that same success that they have accomplished, meaning a busy schedule, it is actually preventing them from taking the time off to spend time with family, to take a break, to recharge their energy, and just be able to serve their patients even at a higher level because they, they would feel re-energized after that break. Or another example is when uh, uh, we are hesitant of letting an employee go because we worked so hard to build a team so we wouldn't have to be the ones dealing with everything on the day-to-day -day of the business, but we are afraid of letting them go because that would mean that you as the business owner, we have to get drawn back into doing something that you had gotten to the point that you were actually delegating, that you got to the point where you were able to focus on other things rather than do the thing that you were delegating that you hired that person to do. So we hesitate to even make that decision that we potentially know it's right, that the employee is not a good fit for whatever reason it might be, but we are afraid of making that decision that it's in favor of the business due to the fear of losing what we have built and having to get drawn back into doing things that we had gotten to the point where we didn't have to worry anymore about doing on a day-to-day -day basis anymore. Right? So hopefully that's making sense on how what we, uh, uh, what we see as success of the business can really actually keep us from achieving the true freedom unless we understand on how to let those things go. Because the only way to fully feel independent and in control of our business and to achieve this freedom that we all say we want, right? Like every time I talk to a business owner, like no matter if it, even it's in our field, any business owner, like everyone says something along the line of like, if I ask, what, what do you want from your business? Everyone is like, oh, I want time freedom. I want to be able to take breaks. I want to be able to spend time with family. I want to be able to pick up my kids at school. I want to be, to be able to dictate my own schedule. 
or sometimes it's a financial freedom. Oh, I want to be able to pay back my student loans. I want to be able to uh, 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 buy this house. I want to be able to afford vacation. Like whatever it may be kind of stuff. Usually it's tied up with some sort of freedom. Okay. And, and, and the thing is that the only way to be fully independent and in control and to achieve this freedom that we all want is if we're actually willing to lose everything we have actually worked so hard to build. And that's a very hard thing sometimes to come to grasp with. Right. So, of course, I'm not saying that we wish for that to happen. Nor that uh, 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 it should happen if we proactive work on mitigating circumstances. But what I mean is that we need to be okay if that indeed does happen. And that's how things go. And you need to be adaptable and understand that everything is going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. And when you understand this concept and you look more into it, it is one of the main reasons why the majority of us Small rehab business owners, uh, entrepreneurs, mobile canine therapists, kind of like solo on their own kind of stuff, actually are always going to have an advantage over large specialty centers, corporate practices, and so forth. This idea that this concept that we can be adaptable is one of the main advantages that you have over those places. Because as you guys, maybe you know from experience or not, but large corporations, large specialty centers, they're usually uh, 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 not very adaptable at all. Why? Because of the layers of management, because of the red tape that it takes to make any necessary changes within the business. Right. And because of that fact as well, that a lot of times those corporate management in the field of veterinary medicine just don't understand how to make rehab works because it, it, the business model has to be different than the business model that is applied to general practice, the business model that is applied to a surgical center and whatever it may be. And because they fail sometimes to understand how the business model of rehab works, then they are unwilling to change their ways about it. Because they know this model that they have works because it works in GP, it works in whatever. And they think that just taking this model and apply it to rehab is going to work. And it doesn't. It really, really doesn't. And that's one of the biggest advantages you, 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 you're basically going to have over them. And even when it comes to staffing as well, going to the second example I gave. Right. We all know. Kind of like over the last few years or so, there's been a shortage of good staff in any field, you know, but even more so in veterinary medicine. And then, you know, by a certain extent, also rehab as well. So because of that, corporations and, and, and even small business owners that don't have this mindset that it's okay if we lose it and everything's going to be all right, all right, we allow certain behaviors to take place because we think or they think that we cannot afford to lose so-and-so person, which, of course, in the long run can be a recipe uh, uh, for disaster when it comes to work culture and so forth. Right. And I, I, I know that because I have gone through that myself just earlier this year, just like four, six months ago, I went through all this thought process as well, where I was uh, uh, 
I knew like a certain employee needed it to go, but I took a little bit too long making that decision because I was to a certain extent afraid on what was going to happen with my own role within the business and what that was going to entail. And I can tell you from that personal experience that everything has been all right. Not only has been all right, it has been better than it was leading up to that decision. Okay, so understand that that's, that uh, uh, um, ability to be adaptable is going to be one of the biggest advantages that you are going to have and that I have had over the years, even over some of our quote-unquote competitors when it comes to uh, uh, other canary rehab clinics in the Chicago area. Why? Because I was always able to quickly make a decision to pivot and adapt. And our ability to adapt at the clinic has allowed us to stay at the forefront of many different strategies, marketing and operational strategies and so forth. For example, and I think I shared this before. I don't know when it was that I shared, but when COVID happened, of course, it was very stressful for a variety of reasons, right? But for business owners, it was even more stressful because of the uncertainty that we didn't know like what was going to happen with our business. And in some places, you know, places had to shut down, had to uh, considerably change how they operate and so forth. But the fact that I was able to make quick decisions and be adaptable and figure out how we're going to navigate through this actually put us on top. For example, I was able to decide how our marketing strategy was going to look like. So that way, not only we would make it through those tough times, but actually continue to get new business, new leads, new evaluations during the period of time that folks in Chicago did not want to leave their homes. And what do we do? We actually, while most businesses were cutting marketing expenses, we actually double down on marketing. I literally double our Google ad spend during those months. Why? Because I knew that the systems we had built were able to be sustainable. And if we got leads during that time when people would be home, when people would be spending more time with their dogs, when people would be kind of like bored and looking for things online, if I spend more on Google ads, I'll get in front of people, they would contact us. And from that point on, we had a nurturing system, they'll be able to build a relationship with them. So that way, uh, 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 when they were ready to leave their homes and take their dogs to go to rehab and help them feel better, we would be there for them. So I understood what was happening around us and I understood our marketing strategies and I understood people's behavior too. So then what happened is that because of those decisions, because of the systems we had built with marketing and nurturing and operations, which it is the same systems that we cover on our programs like the Marketing Blueprint and the Business Accelerator program, we actually double down on marketing and in terms of revenue and uh, number of sessions at the clinic and so forth, COVID was actually just a three-week bump on the road for us during early April of 2020. 
And then every month afterwards, it was record month after record month after record month. Why? Because I understood the systems that we had built. I understood how to leverage those systems. And I understood people's behavior. And I adapted to those circumstances to make the most out of it. So I was able to zig when everyone else was zagging. I was able to pivot. I was, make, I was able to make quick decisions. And that was one of the biggest advantages I had as being the one calling the shots in a small business. Where we'd be able to, within that same day, boom, without any red tape, pivot and adapt. And that, personally for me, is one of the main reasons why I absolutely love what I do as a business owner. And yes, it does have its share of stress. Yes, it is, it is not for everyone to be able to handle sometimes the pressure and the stress and the things that can come along with it. But I absolutely love it. And I sure do make many, many mistakes as well. But the thing about it is that they're my mistakes to make. And I'll never want that to actually be taken away from me as well. Let me say that again. They're my mistakes to make. I'll own it to them. And I don't want anyone to take away my ability to actually make mistakes. Why? Because that's how I grow. That's how I get better. By making mistakes and failing forward. So how do we stop to having this fear of making mistakes and this fear of losing what we got? And there needs to be a, 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 an aha moment that today everything is fine because of the decisions that got you to this point today. Where you're at today, everything is fine because of the decisions that got you to this point today. And the key thing with that is that you handled the problems and you dealt with them in a certain way in the past. And not necessarily how you dealt with the problems, but the fact that you dealt with the problems. See the difference? And you're better off today because you went through what you have gone through and not just because of how you have dealt with it. And the fact that you dealt with that with those problems head on, even if you didn't get it right, even if you made mistakes, would allow you to keep moving forward regardless of success or failure. It's going to allow you to be adaptable and resilient as a canine rehab business owner. And we, if we accept that concept, then we also need to accept the fact that everything is going to be okay if we lose what we have built. You get it? Understand that you are the one as a business owner who determines what happens next. You call the shots. And for better or for worse, they are your mistakes to make and no one else's. So if you shift your mindset to understanding that, how freeing would that make you feel today if you accept that you don't need to know what's going to happen tomorrow? All you need to understand is that everything's going to be okay regardless of what happens. 
So then the real question isn't about how to not lose something that you have built, but it's about how to ensure that everything is going to be okay if you do lose it. So it's like a shift in mindset on how you approach life and how you approach different uh, uh, business. And the best thing you can do if you don't want to lose something is to spend some time thinking, reflecting, planning on all the things that you could do that actually could, could lead towards you losing that something, right? So if you don't want to lose something, actually put some thought into what you would need to do to actually lose that something. Why? Because that way you're going to understand things better and you're going to understand what you're up against and you're going to understand what you should not be doing. And then you can take steps towards not doing those things. All right, to wrap it up, fear does stupid things. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this saying before. I didn't make it up. But fear does stupid things. And life becomes less stressful once we are relaxed and unafraid of our own decisions. And at the same time, we got to stop focusing on what you had to do in the past to get to this point, but focus instead on what you need to be doing today. Think about it. What would happen today if you start to live a life where there's no yesterday and there's no tomorrow, but just today? Just what we have today and what we need to go through today to go through this week, to go through this month. Without the fear of what's going to happen in three months. Without the fear of what's going to happen in six months, a year. And without the second guessing of the mistakes that happened yesterday. You get it? We cannot win today's, today's game with yesterday's results. It's a different game. No matter what game you played yesterday, if you won or you lost it, today is a different game. And we can take those lessons from before, but it's not, it does not mean that just because you succeeded it, that those same lessons are going to help you succeed today. At the same time, you can take those lessons, and it does not mean that because you failed yesterday, it means that you're going to fail today. That's why we need to be adaptable and understand that just because something worked before, it does not mean that it's going to work the same way again especially if you were actually very successful in the past with it. Especially that. That's how a lot of canine rehab clinics get so um, short-sighted with marketing. They think that just because they were able to pile up veterinary referrals for the last 5, 10, 15 years, then they're good. Then they're good, they're set. And they don't have to do anything that's where the tide gets them. And before they notice, the tide gets up to their neck. The tide gets up to their neck before they notice. And they fail to adapt. They fail to understand that the circumstances have changed. And, and the game that they play today yield good results. But it does not mean that it's going to yield good results today. The game that they played yesterday may yield good results. But it does not mean that it's going to yield good results today. 
So hopefully that makes sense. And uh, uh, just to circle back to it, don't forget to check out the Marketing Masterclass because it's going to teach you in 35 minutes how to create adaptable marketing strategies that's going to allow you to build a successful and a scalable canine rehab business that fits whatever definition of success you want for your life and you want for your business. And that's going to allow you to build a business that works for you rather than the other way around, rather than you feeling a slave to your own business. So check out the Marketing Masterclass, follow the link on the show notes, and please give me a feedback afterwards. I'd love to hear back from you. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.